0: uh Giving some of you an opportunity to come on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, energy cup. What is that? I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. And I never knew love like this before. Because I never... Hello, Laverne, how are you? Y'all come on in. This is, we're finishing, we're not finishing up, but your scale is unbalanced. This is for married folk who needs their marriage strengthened or enhanced. And this is also for those who desire to be married. Or you could, you know, be divorced and you're looking to do things better. So when God gave me, when I do turn into so I don't the vows of the vows, He gave me this marriage when I found myself about to walk away from my marriage from for the second time, not realizing that it was a lesson learned about I didn't want to well maybe well, not maybe, but apparently the Lord saw that i was about to make um another mistake of Eric, walking away. Walk away what did that just happen my bad so um god told well y'all, yeah, he did tell me he said to me he made a statement when i asked him you know why now why why do i find myself back into this place and the lord spoke to me and said because you're doing now what you didn't do before this time you're seeking me first And, you know, a little light bulb went off in my head and I said, oh, wow. So, God, what do you do when I do now turns into I don't. I just don't. And I told God, I use his words back to him. And I said it to the Lord. I said, you said that if I put all of my all into it, that you will let me walk away. (laughs) But, of course, I made that decision out of flesh. Um, and I only did it because I feel that me and God had a, a, an agreement. You know, this is what it was. This is what was, was happening. And so, of course, God always has other plans. and And of course, every time you make a plan, the Lord comes through and changes it, or something happens and it doesn't go into that area that you know you wanted or you needed to be but I, I now realize that marriages are ordained by god and if you give it to god and if you start out with the right foundation if you start out right if you're doing it for the right reasons then no matter what you're going through no matter what you're dealing with god will lead you through and sometimes he won't lead you out he'll lead you through to bring you out amen and so some of you may not understand what that means right now but this is why i tell a lot of people i can't tell you what to do concerning your marriage i can't tell you what to do concerning your relationship but what i can do is give you the word of god what i can do is give you my testimonies what i can do is tell you all the mistakes and all the mishaps that i have made because I either one, wasn't seeking God or two, wasn't seeking Godly wisdom or Godly advice or Godly people um, for situations that I find myself in, but not just, but just not going to anybody because they may be a friend or they may be a mother, or they may be, you know, even your leader. Sometimes your leader can't give you the right advice. Because your leader might be married four times been married four times they might be divorced five times how can they give me anything and you've been married five times somewhere in that um either somebody is not looking at it could be you and it and you're saying it's always them I just I I for me you know hey Khadijah that's just you know, where I'm at, I just, I don't, I just, I, I am very leery when it comes to receiving advice from people who have been married more than once. I mean, I'm just going to be honest, um, we got to be truthful because um, there's a lot of people that won't take responsibility for their actions. There's a lot of people that, that are partial, and even when it comes to sharing information, now, yes, if you've been married, if you got married the first time and then you can say to me, it was a mistake. I should not have gotten married. I thought that I was in love. I thought that this was happening. You know, even when I thought it was God, OK, I can get that. But when you say if you're talking about it was all them and never you, uh, I do. I tend to be leery about that because I've always been told it, uh, two wrongs don't make it right. And I've always been told. Um, it takes two to tango. I've always been told there's one side, another side, and God's side. So I'm just saying, if you can be honest with me, if you can, um, honey, be honest with yourself, then yeah, I can see myself coming to you and asking you, what is it that I'm doing wrong? What is it that I need to do? So when when I do turn into I don't the, the vows of the vows. This is the marriage ministry that God has given me. and I was talking to a, a young lady this morning, you know and of course I do a 6 am, I know I know y'all like 6 a.m. yes, we get up every 6 a.m, Monday and Tuesday and I walk I we this is what I'm teaching them. this right here. I'm walking them through this, the power of a praying wife by Stormy OMartian. And it also comes with a prayer and study guide as well. This is what I'm doing. So um, for some of you know that I I taught this also um, in 2020, you know, I did a study, you know, on here in 2020, but now I do it for with individuals who don't mind coming on at 6 a.m. And we, we, an hour and a half. Um, and we walk through it. We go through the Bible. We go through it. They talk about, you know, some of the issues or the struggles that they um, are dealing with. And, we, and it's been going on now. Let's see. We're on chapter six. So we're on chapter. No, we're on chapter seven. Let me make sure where we are. Yeah, we did chapter six um, today. So tomorrow we'll be doing chapter seven. And for those of you who want to know more information, reach out to me, inbox me, text me. If you got my number, text me or call me because we're we're in this together. And if you want something to be better, if you want something to be a little more healthier, then you're going to reach out to those who you may feel like can help you in some areas that you're struggling with because sometimes it's not about the husband. Sometimes it's not about where they are. Sometimes it's about where you're at right and so if you know you have an attitude if you know you got some anger issues if you know it's hard for you to be submissive if you know that you got a spirit of control if you know that you know you you've been hurt betrayed mishandled misused and yeah you won't have a heart to listen and this morning the individual uh admitted that i don't have a heart to listen i want to do it my way and so they realize that they're not alone in this walk. They're not alone. And so many times, hey, Minister Mabane, so many times that, that, that there's resources that is out here to help you to be better. And, and no matter where, if you're married or single, you have it's, it's about where you want to be. You know, it's about if you want to remain married and you want the marriage to be healthy, You just can't be looking at all the flaws and the mistakes that the spouse is bringing. Look at where you are. Okay, if they're yelling, if they scream in, even if they're just all over the place and just mean and evil, then ask yourself, do you have to be that person too? Do you have to do what they're doing? Do you have to act the way that they're acting? Do you have to be the way that they're being? You don't, but is it hard to um sorry put my phone on vibrate but it so is it hard to um is it is it hard to remain in your character oh most definitely especially if you're a person like me because what you're not gonna do is talk to me like you don't have no sense what you're not gonna do is disrespect me what you're not gonna do is come talking crazy out of your mouth What you're not going to do is this. Yeah, that, that. Now, I used to do it that way. But now I've learned how to have a conversation. I've learned how to express respectfully. I've learned how to say, listen, I'm not sure if you're having a bad day or not, but um, I don't want to come out of pocket. So do you want to talk about it? Uh, Is there something that you need to express because, you know, because in the way you're going right now, you, you coming to me sideways and I'm not understanding what, what we're doing. And, you know, even in that, like I said, but that's me, you know, that's me being kind. <laughs> that's me being kind. That's me, you know, not yelling, not screaming, not being smart. But others may be like, well, excuse me, so you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, okay, the, I, I, the, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. My tone is my tone. My demeanor is my demeanor. You know, people take it as me being rude and obnoxious, but I'm not. It's just sometimes my husband says something. It's your tone. It's your tone. Well, Bay, hey, we've been married 28 years, so apparently my tone is not changing so can we get past my tone and get you know to the the point of the matter? can we get to the the issue the struggle so that we could just move on from here? you know it's still you're still communicating, you know and then it is hard it's hard to communicate when you're really not understanding what's happening around you. and so this is this is me giving you know anytime that you don't see me on, In a while, I do, I like to bring it all the way back to not the beginning, but just to a a point of the beginning of letting you know um, why I do what I do and why I teach the way that I teach and why I give the the way that I give. Because I know, I know that there are so many people who desire to be married and I know that there are so many people who want to enhance their relationship concerning their marriage. But they are afraid to reach out, and or they don't know who to reach out to. They don't. They may not know how to express it. They may not know how to bring it to the table. They may not know how to communicate without having attitude. You know, it it may not it may not be that. But we got to look at also Joe. You know, I've not found anybody that can say, um, call me Joe. Now don't call me Joe. But see, that brother that went through some stuff. And I, I can only, I've experienced not half of what Job went through. But because the trial and error is so hard, you feel like you're about to lose your whole life. But at some, at some point, you're really not. So people say, well, I got that Job-like mentality. No, you don't. Because Job never came out of his character. He never, he never came out of his integrity, was never questioned. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Job's attitude never changed. His wife came sideways and was like, you look bad. <laughs> You're going through. We done lost our kids. We, we done, Our finances are no longer where they need to be. I mean, we barely holding on to this little house thing we got going on. Why don't you just go ahead and just give up, throw in the towel, And let's just move on and do something else. Now, I'm paraphrasing in what Job's saying. I'm giving y'all a little bit of of today's conversation of of, of what we usually would say to somebody that's telling us to turn our backs on God or turn our backs on our children or turn our backs on our spouse or turn our backs on this or turn our backs on that because we're going through. But Job said, um, he gives and he takes away. Job said, what I'm going through I, it's just what I'm going through. Even when his friends sat around and it was like, you know, Joe, you know, we love you. We were trying to help you, but you did something. What did you do? Cause you, you did something. And in, in reality, sometimes we haven't done anything. Sometimes it's just because we choose to take a stand and that's just what it is. And we go through hardship. If, if, if Satan, Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. That's the, this. the, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's Satan's job. That's his assignment. That was given to him by God. You're gonna crawl around on your belly and, and, and just remain in the dirt. You're just gonna remain dirty because you try to take something from me but I try to tell you just submit, just humble yourself. But you, wanna, you want your cake and eat it too and you can't. So now here you are looking and going to and fro seeking whom else you may devour. You already took third three-fourths of the angels, so who else are you trying to take? Oh, so you're considering my servant Job? Job's minding his own business. Job's living his best life. Job is enjoying his family. He, he meets with his family. Yeah, his kids are doing the most. Yeah, his kids are acting kind of crazy, but Job has not turned his back on me. So you think Job's going to turn his back on me and say something about, yeah, he is yeah he ain't taking he ain't turning his back on you because he's he's living his blessed life he's good he's great he, yeah he don't care about what his kids are doing because they in their own homes they doing what they doing but he over here mind his own little business let me just let me just put a little something something on let me just do something let me show you how this how this man right here gonna turn his back on you let me show you right here how he's gonna stop reading his bible he's gonna stop praying he just gonna leave the whole house and he just He's just gonna be all messed up. Let me let me show let me prove to you that you you think you got job on lock. Job ain't on lock. Because when you you let me let me let me touch him. Matter of fact, don't even let me touch him. Let me just touch stuff that's 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 that he loves dearly his children, his money, his land. Let me take that from him. So God was like, sure, go ahead, knock yourself out. Okay. Um, I'm trying to tell you, I know Job. I know Job like the back of his hand. I know every strand of hair that's on his head. Job already know I got mad love for him because Job got mad love for me. This is the conversation now. I'm just saying, I'm talking from today's time of how we communicate. Now y'all may not communicate like that, but I love the little paraphrase thing that's going on because I can only imagine the conversation. And of course, there was always a witness left behind. Come on, somebody there was always a witness a witness that was left behind always a witness that was left behind always when Job's children was taken there was one left and said hey Job you know your kids are dead you know something that came through you know they gone then as, as they was yet talking another witness comes through hey Job you know your cattle, you know with your your livestock, you know they just drop dead like they they I don't know what's going on. They just gone like dead dead. And you know Job, I can only imagine him getting weary in his spirit. Like what's really going on? Like what's happening? Like I don't understand. You know what's going on. So Job was come back, and so God was like, "Dang Job, that wasn't enough. You know that that wasn't enough. You you this. He said, listen you got a protection around him.'" Let me touch his body. So God was like, I tell you what, you can, you can put your hands on him, but you can't kill him. Don't take his soul. Don't take his life. You can put something on him. So what does Satan do? So what happens? A sickness of boils come upon Job. He looking bad. Y'all know how them boils is. He lets call them little, you know, you ever seen that TV show, Pimple Popper, Dr. Pimple Popper, and they squeezing that puff and stuff out of that just awful so what does Job's wife do now Job's wife supposed to be praying for him supposed to be interceding for him supposed to be giving him some compassion loving on him you know he don't need to be judged he don't need to be condemned he don't need to feel like you know now my wife like really like what's going on right and so he was like woman you sound like them foolish heathen women out there in them streets. Now why would you say something like that to me? I would expect better from you. I would expect to say, you know, honey, let's just pray. You know, what is it that you want? What 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 do you think that is really going on? But instead he said, you talking like them foolish women out there in them streets. I I I I, I thought you were better than that. I, I thought I knew you better than that. Because it doesn't say that she said anything else. She might have dropped that line and walked on about her business. You know, and it's, it's reminding me of the the movie, um, A Diary of a Mad Black Woman, right? When um, Sunil Lathan, you know, she was put out of the home. But when her husband gets shot, the little girlfriend's talking about, oh, let him die. <laughs> right? And Sunil Latham was like, in spite of what, um, oh, that wasn't Sunil Latham. Who was that? Kimberly Elise. My bad. So she was like um, yeah, she did in the beginning though. Yeah, I just remember she beat him with that bat. But see, that's what anger does. But even after that he gets shot, then she literally goes and says you do everything you can to save him. But then when she tried to help, he was like, get out. And so she was like, you know what? Let me show you what's really going on. Why you were trying to hide it from me, I was trying to get, you, I'm trying to give you life and you took it from me, right? So in marriages, it's not easy, especially when the husband or the wife is out doing their own thing. They're not thinking about you, they're not worried about you, right? So I can only imagine Job looking at his wife talking about, okay, you acting like them little crazy women out there in them streets who don't know no better. And so we're married, then our husband or our wife, they're doing this, and we're looking at them like, you know, why are you doing this, right? So I know some of you are like, where are you going with this? I'm trying to tell you how at any given moment, like when you least expect it, your wife, or your husband, will do something to upset you, will make you mad, will do the the most devastating thing of all time, and you won't understand, and it won't make sense, and you're just devastated. You don't understand what they're saying. You don't understand how they're acting, and that's why I use that show, um, uh, that the movie A Diary of a Mad Black Woman, because it's not so much it's a mad black woman it's just a mad woman who has gave her life gave up some stuff you know you got some wives that will put their jobs and what they got to do on the back burner and go and let their husband shine you know put it all out there then the husband they want to be getting too they get too big for their britches they get too big for their britches and then they start thinking they better. They start thinking I can do this all by myself. And you forgot about the person that's been with you, that's been loving on you, that's been helping you, that's been pushing you, that's been there when nobody else has been there, that's been right there by your side. And then you want to come through and act crazy? Yeah. So when I do, turns into I don't, the wows are the vows. So when God gave me that in 2016, it was to help empower marriages. It was to help strengthen marriages. It was to help enhance marriages. Now, let me say this. Some people who are married, they're content and where it is. They're content in what's happening. They're fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But wouldn't you want it to be better? You got some marriages where the husband doesn't want to go out and do absolutely nothing. And the wife is still young and, and thriving and want to do and she wants to do it with her husband. But he's just like, I don't want to do that. So there is always a situation you have some wife. Well, you have some husbands that want their wives to, to take care of the kids who wants their wives to, um, you know, do housework and, and cook and, and help with some areas and they're just out doing whatever. So it's not just always the husband and it's not always the wife that has some issues and some struggles concerning their marriages. But at the end of the day, still the husband and the wife gotta take some form of responsibility of what is taking place in the marriage. In the marriage. And how do I know that? Because I'm one of those women. I'm one of those women that my husband desired for me to walk with him walk beside him in ministry I'm one of the I'm I'm that woman who needed to take care of the house needed to take care of the children needed to take care of the husband and and I did it I am that woman that was like I'm grown I don't have to listen to you I don't have to ask you for anything I should have to ask you, do you mind if I go to here or do you mind if I go there? I'm I'm not doing all of that. Not realizing that it's not control, it's submission. Not realizing that the scripture in Ephesians 5 tells us that the husband and the wife is to submit one to another. Meaning that anytime that there's a family matter, it needs to be discussed. There's a financial matter it needs to be discussed there's a, a, a in-law matter it needs to be discussed and we need to come to some form of an agreement to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it right But when we are bringing division in our own marriages by our own hands by our own way, by our own minds by our own attitude, who gonna be the mature one to help do that who is praying who is fasting? who is trying, who is communicating. So again, it's not just one, it's both. Your scale is unbalanced. Whether your scale is unbalanced by the husband or whether your scale is unbalanced by the wife, if neither one of you are on the same page, if neither one of you are agreeing on, on any term you're unbalanced. Even if you cannot accept the decision that is made, you should be able to respect one another in the conversation, in the agreement. Respect is the issue. Honor is the issue. No one wants to respect and nobody wants to honor. And then you base it off of, well, I'm not gonna do this because he ain't doing that. Or well, why should I give her what she want when she ain't giving me what I want? It's back and forth. It's back and forth. So if you wanna have a healthy marriage, you gotta to work together and you gotta do it before you say, I do. So when it doesn't happen or it falls back, you're not saying I don't, but you can look back and say, okay, we were doing this in the beginning. We've been married now 10 years. There's been a shift. There's been a change. There's a routine has has, has uh, uh, no longer taken place. What is going on? Because let me tell you all something. It just don't, you wake up one day, I woke up one day, like Monday we were great, Tuesday we were not. No, these things happen piece by piece, inch by inch, day by day. We have just got so comfortable and content in how things are before we got married and thought that when after we get married, that it's going to change on its own no it doesn't change on its own there's been some actions in the there's been some actions in the distractions there you go that thank you there there has been some actions done through the distractions that is what has happened that is good right there that right there there has been some actions done through the distractions and what has happened because we're so content we don't recognize the distraction but then when it is a distraction, here comes an action. What are the actions? Verbal abuse, emotional eb- abuse, physical abuse, spiritual abuse. Because if you look at the word distractions, what is the last seven words? Actions. And what is the number seven? Completion. What is the number eight? New beginnings. So if your marriage is not where it needs to be or if your marriage needs to be better than where it is, then we got to put actions concerning what has distracted the marriage, the relationship, the husband, the wife. What has came to distract? It could be outside or it can be inside. But responsibility needs to be taken so sometimes now thank you holy spirit now sometimes you might not you you may feel like you've done everything in your power to be that husband you've done everything in your power to be that wife But it's just like my husband stated when we got married. Literally, I can tell you all that he prayed the prayer that he endured. And it was only from an outside source that came in that distracted him, that made him put actions to the distractions that caused him to go in some areas concerning the areas that I was in. Because I just stated, when a wife or a husband sees something in someone else, they feel like that's an attraction to that person. But it's not an attraction to that person. It's the attraction to the gift concerning that person because of what they want and where they're trying to get to. And I know some of you are like, well, that don't make sense. It does make sense. Because think about it. When we go outside of the marriage, it's not because they're cute. It's not because they're fine. It's what they have to offer. And what is that? That good talk? Well, I will do this and I will do that. You're not looking at the person. You're looking at what they're able to give you, what they're able to do for you. That's why you hear a lot of them say, God. I mean, if you were going to cheat on me, you could have done it with somebody that had class or you could have done it with somebody that had character or you could have done it with somebody that looks looks like something or have something. And even the husband, even the wives, when they go outside, of the husband is saying, what do they have to offer? You left you left your house. I paid. I, I take care of the bills. I t- you don't have to worry about nothing. You don't have to pay nothing. All you have to do is take care of the kids, but then it's the wife determined turn and say, they give me time. They see me as beautiful. So the man don't have to have money at all. The wife just wants time and attention. The wife just wants time and attention want to hear the words you're beautiful want to hear the words you're doing a great job want to hear the words i appreciate you want to hear that they're appreciative and then for the man that goes out he don't want to be treated like a poo but. he do not want to be treated like a punk he don't he don't want to be treated as if he doesn't have anything going for him except for whatever that he's bringing. So when this, when the woman comes through and then they begin to stroke their ego, they begin to tell them and show them a good time or sexually, they're, they're, they're getting that pleasure that they want from you because every night you holler and you're tired. You got a headache. You don't have time. You've been with the kids all day. I work too. I put my pants on just like you put your pants on. What? And so the man goes out and does what? He finds it of what needs to be done in somewhere else. That's why to them, it's not about, some of them, it's not about the look. It's about them just having some peace. And when they go outside the house, they just have peace and that peace. <laughs> That's just what it is. So no, some men out here don't go out here just just to be cheating. Some men don't go out here just to be cheating. They're searching for something they're not getting inside their house. Does it make it right? No, it does not. It does not make it right at all. It doesn't make it right. And it's not justifying it. But when you're trying to get people to understand this is what it is. But when you're going to turn around, you're going to say, well, that ain't it. That's the, I don't do that. I, I don't see where, I, I I just don't see where he got that from because I give him all of this. Well, apparently you have it if he's over at uh Johnnyqua house. Apparently you have it if she's over at Johnny house. Apparently you're not doing something if they're not paying any attention to you. because what you allow before you get married is what's going to be accepted after you say, I do. So if you allow them to do this, if you allow them to be this way, if you allow these things to happen, it's going to happen after you say, I do. It's not going to change on its own. It's not. So yes, Paul messed the people up. Let me just say, Paul mess the people up. That's why he said, "This is not my commandment." I'm to telling you what I do. I'm just telling you how I am. If you can't sustain yourself from flesh, from from flesh and your sex, just go on and get married because it's better to burn. It's better to burn. It's better to marry than burn. And you didn't set the people up because now they just they're just marrying now just for sex. And then when they get tired of the same old sex, that's same old style the same old way what do they do they go looking for it in all the wrong place no let me rephrase that they go looking for it in the right place for the wrong reason. Thank you. that is what they do. That is what they do. That is what happens because again no one wants to have conversation. Well, you know what? I'm good over here. I, it's, I'm fine. I'm good. It is what it is. And then you get a divorce. You get a divorce. Now you're divorced. And you're, you're done with the marriage thing. so then you start feeling lonely. Then you start saying, let me start. Let me get up from here. Let me just start going out. Let me let me just start going out. So then you start going out. Yep. You just you just start going out. And this little, little dude or little female come up to you and you ain't worked on yourself. <laughs> you ain't did a self-evaluation. You ain't gave yourself time because you only been divorced for 30 minutes. <laughs> and now you back out here on the dating train, you're not healed, you're not delivered, you're not free, you're still hurting, you're still bitter, you're still angry, and then you're taking all of that and you're just putting it into the next relationship then they talk about let's get married and you like okay and what happens you get married less than a year you're divorced why because you said what i went through in that marriage of 15 years i would be dang do crazy if i'm gonna stay in this marriage another day longer Honey, I sure did went out here and divorced him quick, fast, and early because I was not going to go through that. 15 more years i did that 15 years ago honey no honey, i sure did divorce him sure did walked away and was done with it but then the man side he come on no nah, man man listen i was married to that woman over there for 20 years and i decided i thought this one right was gonna be good but man nah she good she at where she at? she at home man i ain't got time for that but why don't you just release her nah man we we gonna be all right but i'ma i'ma sit over here and i'ma chill for a little minute with a little baby girl over here and we just gonna keep doing what we doing this is what we do i'm good with this right here i listen she don't scream she don't holler i ain't gotta deal with all that right there that's going on but i go home honey it's chaos why you ain't doing this and where was you at and this that, that, that. honey i've done with that for 20 years ain't nobody better be dealing with all that and this is what it's a cycle going on those dates like golly with me right mother Holloway and you're not healed you're not delivered you're not free you're still hurt. You're still bitter. You're still angry. And now the man won't divorce the the what? Because why? No, nah, man, I ain't going to divorce. You know, I, I believe she going to change up a little bit. I'm going to let her just chill just for a second. I, it be good. But then the girl's my honey, no. Mm-mm. I left him right there where he is. Honey, I left him in them clothes over there. I left him in the, mm-mm, honey, no. I ain't doing that. I sure did when got me a divorce lawyer and went on and divorced, served him the papers. And I moved out my stuff and my kids and I moved on. Listen, y'all. Not listen. Some of you may not understand it, but I'm trying to help you. When I do, it turns into I don't. The vows of the vows. You may. I ain't signed up for all of this. Yeah, you <laughs> honey. I didn't sign up for all this verbal abuse. They were doing it before you got married. Yeah, you listen. I just said it, You you missed it you missed it through the finer things that they were doing for you you missed it through the "Mm, kissy 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 you missed it you weren't really living with them and if you were living with them you still missed it but there were still some little signs in there that were showing you nah mm -mm." but sex will drive you to listen sex will drive people to do some crazy stuff it's the truth And, and 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 lord have mercy help me jesus and this is why and i know i'm going to get in trouble for saying this i tell people in a minute stop rushing to get married because you feel like you're in love with them you got to get to know them on a whole different level literally literally i i kid you not especially when they when they're not listen if if they're drinking before you get married they're gonna drink after the marriage if they smoking weed before you get married they're going to be smoking weed while you're married if they are cussing at you before you get married they're going to be cussing at you after you get married if they putting their hands on you before you say i do they're going to put their hands on you after you say i do and i know some of y'all are saying "Well, that ain't true that it's true because if you don't have Jesus, and if you don't take a stand, and if you don't stop it in the beginning, it carries on into the marriage. Sorry, not sorry. It's the truth. Hey, probably this Mother How, Sorry, but it's the truth. You got to know. Listen, you know what? I'm going to share this. I shared this this morning. I'm gonna, and I see my spirit. I'm going to share it again. The other day, my husband said, I said, babe, I know you. He just said, no, you don't know me. I said, yes, I do. He said, no, you don't. I said, yes, I do. He said, no, you don't. I said, oh, so only God knows you like the back of his hand? He said, yes, he does. So I was like, thought about that thing. <laughs> I said, "Let me." I, said, I thought about that. I said, you know what? And later on that night, it just hit me. And I was like, oh, my God, he's right i don't know him just because we've been married for 28 years does not mean that i know him because that would that would say that i would know his next move that would say that i know what he's going to say next that would say that i know you know things that i would know but i don't and he was right And God had to show me that. We think we know our husbands. We think we know our wives. And so many times we'll say that. No, I know. I know you're not going to do that. We can only know what they're not going to do because when they say, I don't, if they say I don't like this, then we could tell somebody he don't like this, right? Because that's something that we know, but we don't know the whole being of them. We don't. At any given minute, at any given moment, they can flip out, and I, God was literally speaking speaking this to me. My husband is not a woman beater, that I know. I know that my husband is not a woman beater. But what happens one day, and he smacks me, and I'll be like, oh. that's that's the face or expression I look when I'm in when I'm when I'm when I'm going to jail, because the day that he smacks me. I'm going to jail, (laughs) I'm just gonna tell y'all, I'm going to jail, but you know what? That's what I'm saying, but that's not what I know because I can't speak to something that I don't know. I can say, if you smack me, I'm going to jail. That's just a statement. We can say that, but it doesn't mean we're going to do that. So we really don't know. We only know what we have experienced. We only know what we see at that moment, but we don't know the future. I don't know him. I don't know if he may flip out one that God knows because God is all knowing. He's all powerful. God is everywhere. So with that being said, I know some of you are like, okay, it's really not that deep. Um, yes, it is. It is that deep especially when you say, I didn't sign up for this. Yes, you did. Because a marriage license is just not a piece of paper. It's something that you sign that you committed to in that contract. And when you say, I promise to obey, when you say, I promise to love, when you say, I promise to um, uh, care for you and honor you and respect you, Till death do us apart. That's a promise. But here's the reality of it. Promises are made to be broken. So that's why God said it's better to not make a bri- It's better to it's better not to make a vow than to break it. I think I'm saying that wrong. Put it like this. Stop making vows that you that you that you're promising not to not to break, because you're gonna break them vows. you you're going to break those vows. Can I be honest with you? You are going to break those vows. If they make you mad, you're not gonna respect them. If they cheat on you, you're not gonna want to love them. So, at any given moment where it says, "Do you promise to love," Do you promise to cherish for the for the good for the bad in sickness and in health? So if you promise to take care of me when I become sick and you don't, and you go off and do something else, you just broken that vow. If if I get if I if I become sick, um, if if my health fails. And I, I get cancer and you made a vow in sickness and in health, but then I get cancer and I'm no longer able to perform or do or go. You're some, and this is not, listen, and everybody's not the same. I Listen, again, thank you, Holy Spirit. Hear what I'm saying. Every man is not the same. Every woman is not the same. But the scripture tells us that we are not to put confidence in man, but to put trust in God. Why? Because God's word never lies. God will never leave you nor forsake you. God is a man who does not change. Men change. Women change. Life's change. Hey, Rachel, people change. So when he said, you don't know me, he was right. We think we know our husbands. We think we know our wives. We only know what we've experienced. We only know what's been said, but we really don't know inside the mind or the soul. So I can say my husband don't like to to be in the heat. That's something that I know. Those are facts. That's a factual statement. But But if he would have never said that and he's never put it out there to show that, I wouldn't know that because to say that, you know, your spouse is to say that, you know, everything about them. That means you can read their thoughts. You can read their emotions. You can read their, but you can't, you can't. So this is why you both work together. You work together. And again, there has been some actions done through distractions. Because if I want to go somewhere and he doesn't want to go anywhere, then why should I act surprised or get mad when he already said, you know I don't like this, so then why do you keep doing this? Because we're thinking that it's going to change. But what happens when it doesn't? So should I divorce him? Because he doesn't want to go outside in 102 degree heat when I know he doesn't like it. So if you're going to tell somebody, well, I know. Well, then, if you know, then why do you keep saying this? I hope y'all are catching this. I'm praying for you, Rachel. So, hey, Pastor, so what? So what? 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 All of that is saying, okay? Look at the people who have, um, look at the people who is in positions. where they're not able to see their husbands every day okay so what happens when they made a vow they made a vow so when you say i didn't sign up for this yes you did you did sign up for this when you stood before the people and you promised to love me and you promised to cherish me and you promised in the good and the bad for rich or for poor in sickness and in health to love to honor to obey to respect so death do us apart you made this promise to me there's a there's a person that i counsel um i did a marriage counsel for and they in such a better place than where they are now praise the lord um and it's because they they reached out for counsel and it's not saying that any of us who reach out for counsel is going to be 100 perfect but they made that step but she sent me a little clip of her video that when they said their vows and it was asked of her um do you promise to you know do these things and her words little her words was i will try you know we laughed about it but here's the thing that is the best possible honest answer that you could give in a situation like that when you know how you are. This had nothing to do with him. This had everything to do with her because she said, because I know me and I know and I know the situations he's put me in, but I'm willing to give it a try. So I said, and you still can't get divorced. And I not told her, I said, because if you keep God first and you keep the communication line open, and no matter what is going on, you have an issue or a struggle, you can work it out. That's the key of marriage. When you can make an honest decision to work it out, to work it through, not do what they do. All you want to do is make it worse. They cheat, you cheat. They lie, you lie. They hit, you hit. Somebody got to be mature. Somebody got to be praying and fasting. Somebody got to make the better decisions. Somebody got to make the greater choices. Somebody. And sometimes, guess what? It do. It falls on the wife. It do. It falls on the wife. Let's just be honest. You can go and just, you know, talk to Eve about that when you know when, when if you if you make it to heaven you could just have an open discussion with Eve and, and find out you know what what were you thinking <laughs> when you when you went and and allowed this person to entertain you to just to to, to 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 disobey god to disobey your husband and you then you took it to your husband like what, what 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 was going on in your mind because her flesh had to be enticed but that's what we do we entertain things too long we entertain people too long we entertain these places too long and we, if you have the the gift of discernment the spirit of discernment if you just have that gift to be able to recognize what's about to take place or to allow the spirit to intercede for you to speak to you, to say, you know, you don't need to do this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm reminded of a a clip that I put on my um, Facebook page a a couple years back when Chris Rock was married and his wife was doing whatever. And he was this guy, I want to, I don't know who the lady was, but You know, she came through and she was enticing Chris Rock and, you know, they were doing all these things and he was, and then one day he decided that he was going to go sleep with her. But as he was getting ready to take off his clothes, he was about to take his tie off. And as he turned around, he looked and saw himself in the mirror. He saw himself in the mirror, literally. And at that moment, he changed his mind. He got up and he ran out of there so fast. Even though the woman was like, come here, come back here. Like she was bad mad. But in spite of her screaming, Chris Rock just kept going. Because he didn't want to hurt his wife. And even if he didn't want to hurt his wife, it was the fact that he knew it was wrong. And sometimes we have to look in the mirror, look at ourselves and ask ourselves, is this something that we really need to do? Or how can I make some changes in my life? What can I do? to bring about a change in me. Instead of blaming everyone around us. We're we're mad we got married. We're mad we had children. We're mad because of this is happening. We're mad because this is not happening. We're just mad and we're angry because either you cheated or they cheated or you lied or they lied or you made a mistake and or they made a mistake or you're not happy you assume they're not happy you're not getting what you need so you don't give them what they need it's 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 a, it's a cycle that this is never ending but you have to do self-examination in your marriage and you know it's crazy because you know i'm i'm doing this study this series Your scale is unbalanced. And, you know, I barely looked at my notes, barely looked at my notes, but I really feel like, you know, as I ended, well, I didn't really end week one, two weeks ago, but, you know, I was on the last little bit of it. But I can honestly say that as of right now, ask yourself the first vow that you made. To your husband, the first vow that you made to your wife, for better, for worse. In the beginning, it is always better. It is always, you're happy, you're married, you feel joy, you feel happiness. But what happens when now it's for worse? Worst of the worst. Unbearable worse. And you didn't sign up for this. Naturally, carnally, you didn't sign up for this. But spiritually and lovingly, you did sign up for this. You did sign up for this. You signed up for this when you said for better, for worse. You signed up for this when you said for richer, for poor. You signed up for this when for in sickness and in health you signed up for this to love to honor to obey to respect to death do us part you signed up for this and sad to say 90 percent of christian marriages are getting divorced and there's nothing listen i'm telling you there's nothing wrong with divorce when you when you've made the mistake, but God can still honor the mistake that you made. But you don't want to endure. You don't want to persevere. You don't want to go through the hardship. You don't want to go through the struggle. But Paul said, "A brother or sister is not held." bound in such cases but then he turned around and said but how do you know man how do you know wife that they can't be saved that they can't be healed because we don't know our husbands and we don't know our wives so it's not about what you know and it's not about who you know but it's about what God knows It's about how God knows our husbands, how God knows our wives. And for some of you that says God wouldn't do this, stop saying what God would or would not do. God can do whatever he wants to do. When he told Hosea to marry a whore from whoredom, and every time she goes out, I need you to go back and get her because there is something in you and there is something in them that God knows and that God sees that will that will be used for the both of you. For better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love, to cherish, to honor, respect, till death do us part. So even when you don't know Trust what God knows. Because if you're working on you, God will work on them and then he'll work on y'all together as a whole. Amen? Amen. So I thank you all for tuning in to Your Scale is Unbalanced. i just here to give you the word. Read the word for yourself. The only people that won't agree to this is those who rejects truth, rejects wisdom, rejects the word of God because of where they are and who they're with. That is who will reject right teaching. That is who will speak against what it truly is. Is for those who don't agree because they've either been divorced, or they're just fornicating, or those who have been cheating, you won't agree. You, you just won't. I have been a friend that missed and I'm gonna move on from here. Um, I did a marriage counseling, and, and I'll say this thing cause you know, I, I keeps it all the way 100. I keeps it all the way live. I, I know, but it's not my business and it's not my job to um, rain on someone else's parade because they done made it out there like they're this perfect person when i know so even when i see them going into another relationship or or where or, or they just got married it's not for me to go and say oh girl you need to be careful because this and the other woo-woo. that ain't none of my business because if i try to help you and you think you find where you are more power to you all i can do is pray for you because what i'm not going to do is chase you down that's what i'm not going to do i'm not going to i used to justify it i used to hear something and go call the person and tell them what it is or what it ain't. I used to do that. Now, I ain't got time for all of that. It ain't, it ain't even worth my, it ain't even worth my peace because then all they're gonna do is turn around and just lie and they're gonna put it off on me as if I'm I'm a hater and I'm good with that. So I no longer have to justify nothing else. Nope, not going about it. But I do know someone who unfriended me on social media because they know I know and I know they have lied I know they have deceived I know how the relationship status got to where it is and I don't gotta say a word but I can almost guarantee you that this individual is showing enough struggling and I ain't got to be in your business to know you're struggling you're angry because you don't want because here's the thing people don't want to bring shame to another situation people don't want to bring embarrassment to another situation and then it it puts you out there to say you can't be without somebody you need somebody people are not going to say that they're just not but just because you know the whole truth and nothing but the truth you ain't got to, you ain't got to, you ain't got to put their business out there in the street. You don't, you ain't got to put, I ain't even mad with it. It is what it is. Years and years ago. Oh yeah. I'd have came through. I'd have made a phone call. I'd be like, oh, so you unfriended me because of now you in that relationship and now you're doing this over there. Oh, so you try. Oh, okay. So this is what you're doing. So this is why I say it upsets me when, why is it that, and I've never been this person. I love the person for the person. I don't have an issue until that person. And now it's personal because now you're coming against me. It's just me and you. It's not, it's this me and you. It's not you and them. I'm not going to be mad with them. They ain't done nothing to me. But why is it, Lord, help me, Jesus? Why is it that there are just some people who won't like you because of somebody else and what they said concerning you? But when they know you, they know you, but they'll listen to all this junk and they'll see they'll receive it and suck it in and they then push you off to the side act as if you don't even exist that's the truth it is what it is but when you find peace within yourself and you know the truth you ain't got to kick against it listen i ain't listen a lie will be brought out itself because a lie can't stay hidden a lie can't stay hidden Jesus said that himself. Whatever is spoken in the ears of the closet, it'll come out in the wash. Now, my husband said it to me yesterday. It'll come out in the wash. It will. A lie will always be known, intentional or unintentional. Whatever a lie is spoken, it will come out. Because what did I say? Actions are done through distractions. And if I, if I was distracted by the unfriend that my actions would have called you up so why you unfriend me it's all right you know you you're doing what you're doing over here but why does our relationship has to change why do our relationship has to change oh you don't be connected to this because of that but this is what you do this is who you are so at the end of the day you can't cover up too long of who you are Because eventually, those lies that you've told, they got to come to surface. They got to come to surface. They got to come to surface. So for me, I ain't got to, I ain't got to, sure do not. I do not. It is what it is. But I know, because I've counseled lots of people lots and i'm still counseling people so why would i allow what they've said to deter what i'm doing when i've i i did not say anything wrong i gave you truth if you didn't apply it to your life that's not on me that's on you if you are getting some form of therapy if you are getting some form of counseling and you're still struggling that means you're not applying to what you're getting that means you're not participating in it. That means you just, if you want somebody to just sit there and just listen, then say that. Say, I don't want you to do anything. I don't say nothing. I just need to vent. Okay, well, then go ahead. And I'll just listen. But when you come and you want me to give you some information, you want me to give you how to get out of that, you want me to help guide you through this struggle that you were in, I'm going to do that. I'll walk with you. I'll fight with you. I'll stand in the trenches with you. But when I realize it's going nowhere, and I realize you're not applying it, I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm not, I'm not, and I won't. So let me say that again. I'm not, and I won't. I won't do it. I won't because my peace and my salvation means a lot to me. And if where your life is and what you have going on, and you don't care about what's going on, don't. That doesn't mean that does not mean. For everybody, it it, it doesn't. You have to know what you want. If you want it, you can have it. If you want a good marriage, you can have it. If you want to be a good wife, you can be that good thing. If you want to be a good husband, you can be that man. But you can't keep making excuses. You can't keep sitting on Flesh, changes have to take place. You gotta find the right people. But if you gotta dog another person out because of what you want, that's not God. And that's not godly. So let me not say that's not God, that's not godly. Because you shouldn't have to walk up on my back to get to the head. Lord, help me Jesus. You should not have to walk up on my back to get to the head, to smash my head further into the sand to get what you actually want. You don't have to do that. Be truthful, be honest, be real, because fake will be exposed. Imitation will be exposed. That's the truth. That's the truth. So no, I'm never mad about somebody who walks away and don't want counseling, I'm not mad. Because if you can go out here and get what you get, get what you need from somebody else, by all means, do that. Paul said, one man waters, another man, uh, uh, one, one, uh, Paul said, one man plants, another man waters, but it's God who gives the increase. So you should never make it about the person, make it about yourself and what you want and where you are. I'm good, but don't be in my inbox talking about, hey, blue, 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 blue. No, no, no. Go on back up. Keep that same energy. I ain't got nothing for you. Go on over there where you was at, and then you didn't realize this ain't what you want. <laughs> this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. And a lot of people will turn around, and they'll say, But, you know, you shouldn't just walk away from people. Jesus did a couple of times. Read the Bible. If you read the Bible, it will show you that while that Martha too was around, it said he stole away. They turn around looking like, well, where would Jesus go? So don't tell somebody they don't have a right to walk away. That devil is a lie. You have every right to walk away from something or someone that's causing habit and chaos in your life that is not good for you. You have every right. The love is not lost. I, I told my husband in 2016 one time, I love you enough to walk away. I love you enough to release this marriage. It wasn't the love, love wasn't an issue. Love was not the issue. At the end of the day, if your scale is unbalanced, you need it to balance out in your life. You have to weigh it out. What do I need and what do I don't? And when you get everything that you need, your marriage will balance itself out. It will literally balance itself out. Why? Because husband and wife, you'll be on the same team. You will be on the same team. And God will be your head. But you don't have to accept wrong. No. You don't have to accept right the wrong way. Just like that. You do not have to accept right the wrong way. Accept the right the right way. And when wrong comes, right will bring it right. Right will bring it right. That's the key. Amen. So listen, God bless you all tomorrow we're starting out on week 2 day 1 with for richer for poor that is what we are going to be starting out for richer for poor and this on this particular while we're going to deal with um finances we're gonna deal with finances for richer for poor. Yes, finances concerning character and integrity. That's what we're gonna do. Week two for richer for poor. That's that's what that's where we're gonna be. That's where we're gonna be. I'm trying to find the paper and I can't find the paper. But that's 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 where we're gonna be. I'm trying to make sure that's that's I'm trying to make sure that's where I'm gonna be. Um, because Lord knows I wasn't in my notes. Yes. Um Week two for richer for poor. And we're coming and we'll be coming from Matthew chapter 5, 17 through 26. That's where we're gonna be. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. I pray that I said something to bless you. I pray that I said something to encourage you. Um, you know, stay encouraged, stay encouraged because Jesus did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. He said, I came to fulfill. I came to fulfill. And that's the the key. Amen. So God bless you all. Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I thank you for life of strength. Lord God, I thank you for making ways out of no way. God, I thank you for... um, Um, Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. Lord God, continue to move in me as you continue to move in others through the word of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of the word of God. God, continue to just um, move so mightily in, in, in my life. So that I will continue to do what is necessary for your people. God, I promise that their hearts were encouraged. I I pray that their minds were healed. So God, continue to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer. And I thank you for using me for such a time as this. So God, we bless you. We glorify you. If it's your will, we'll be on, I'll be on tomorrow at 12 noon. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Talk to you all later. Trying to... Uh... Yeah, so...